Hey, good morning. Welcome to Friday, May 7th, as we close out the first full week of May. And, and I hope May was off to a great start for you. Um, and, and getting ready for spring and hey, summer's right around the corner as we get ready to go. But uh, yesterday was uh, not, a, not a bad day uh, overall. And we'll talk a little bit more about that and some other earnings that came out uh, uh, this morning and overnight. We also had some, uh, we got some jobs numbers, payroll numbers coming out uh, today. We'll be interested to see how those shape up as we get ready to close out this first full week of May. Hey, I hope that uh, before we join up with uh, Dave here, let me just remind you that there's only one thing that any of us can control, and that's how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Now give us a call at 863-382-0037 to discover how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Hey, on the screen right now, I've got different ways that you can connect with us. Uh, the two radio shows we do, this one every morning, and then uh, the one on the weekend, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those places you can you can connect to us there and through our website. So, hey, please reach out to us if there's anything we can do to uh, to be of service to you guys out there. And then uh, we will talk to Dave um, up right now. There. Well, if you're not working, what the heck? Just run around in a t-shirt. Uh, that's Delilah. It is 8.40 now, 20 before 9. I kind of bring that tie-in together because unemployment is what we're talking about this morning. Time to look at your Wall Street action. Let's go down to the offices of Stantler Financial Services where Philip Stantler is standing by. Philip, good morning. And we really got whacked on that unemployment report this morning, didn't we? Oh, my gosh. Did we ever? Can you say miss? I mean, that was a huge miss. Uh, I got to think that um, I just can't figure out why you would miss by that big of a number. Um, and by and by the wrong direction. To flesh it out, to let folks know, the uh, May unemployment rate was released by the federal government this morning at 8.30, and the expectations were it was going to drop from 6% to 5.8%. It went up to 6.1%. We were expecting the better part of a million new jobs. We got just a little over a quarter million new jobs created in the last month, and when we first got on the phone before going on the air, Philip, I said, my bull poop detector is going off on that because something's amiss in those numbers. Well, but yeah, I mean, maybe there's some credence there, uh, Dave, because I went back and looked at the numbers because they made some revisions, right? So February got revised up um, by about 70,000 new jobs. However, March got revised down significantly um, by about 170 or 180,000 jobs. So it went the opposite direction by a lot more. Uh, and then we have April, you know, I mean, to miss by over 700,000. Um, and let's face it, they, they get some numbers from some pretty smart economists that, uh, that know their business. And so you got to wonder where's the flying ointment, what happened? Um, like you said, is it an issue with the reporting or did we really come in and miss by that number of jobs? And, and that's the question. When it gets to be that big a miss, I mean, a couple, three years ago, I remember we had one of those really weird unemployment reports out. And a few days afterwards, the federal government quietly said, oops, we forgot California. 
yeah, and I'm thinking that that could happen this time because that's just a a huge miss. Um, and if it sticks with not much in the way of revisions, um, that's um, that gives you something to think about. Oh, yeah. We were talking before we went on the air. Yeah, there are some contributing factors that we have never seen in our lifetime before, like the uh, supplemental unemployment insurance. And that, you know, anybody that's gone to a restaurant and seen the closed sign a little early because they didn't have staff will end up uh, backing this up, that, you know, there is enough unemployment aid out there these days so that the uh, lower-paying jobs that are out there aren't getting filled very easily, and that does put a negative pressure on the number of jobs created because you can't create a job if you can't fill it. But even so, that's so far off, it it, it hits the point of asinine to me. It, it, it really does. That's, that's just a, a huge miss um, from that standpoint. But, you know, it does give us some, some reason and some concern. Um, it's not really, I mean, I looked at the, the futures when that came out, um, the Dow is the only thing really getting any, any pressure on it. The, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, really, this, that number has not caused any downward pressure on those two indexes. Which kind of makes me wonder if the uh, fat cat investors that kind of drive these numbers early on are kind of having the same reaction we're having. This is so far off, something's got to be missing. Uh, I'm thinking there's something in there that they they are feeling is off in that report. But, you know, we're talking about employment. We're talking about the $15 an hour and restaurant workers. I found this article um, on artificial intelligence, and they have actually created a robot that will flip hamburgers. So far, it has flipped 12,000 ham- hamburgers without a single mistake. Um and I think we'll see more and more of that as labor costs continue to increase. And I think that's the reason you and I were talking that, you know, about three months ago, McDonald's put out a statement saying, yeah, we'll cope okay with the $15 minimum wage, which is kind of an interesting reaction because we've always thrown that out as being uh, one of the deleterious effects of an increase in minimum wage. Hey, are you ready for a $6 Big Mac? McDonald's says, now it's going to have an impact, but not as big as folks are saying. And some of that is because a lot of those industries, a lot of those minimum wage jobs are getting replaced by automation. Walk into a McDonald's, they don't want to see you at the front counter. They want to see you order at the automated carol. And now they're roboting the burger, the burger flipping. It, it's, it's going in that direction. It, it really is. So um, that's, that's a concern. And, and let's face it, those jobs were never meant to be full-time, pay-for-household expenses type of jobs. They were made for college kids, high school kids, those who are semi-retired. Um, and so that's, um, you know, we, somehow we left that behind as we continue to move forward. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get into other tidbits as I go, but I suppose I need to uh, uh, set the table this morning because yesterday, for all of the stinking thinking we're putting out this morning off the unemployment numbers, yesterday was a darn good day. Dow set a new record, up 318 points yesterday. There was an intraday all-time high off a little bit from that, but I think 34,549 is a uh, is a record close. Standard Poor's 500 is within inches of a record at 4201. It was up 34 yesterday. NASDAQ actually recovered. They've been getting beat up. They went up by 50 points yesterday. It was a good start. Uh, my sneaking hunch is that the downward pressure, at the very least, is going to kind of prevent us from getting too many records today. 
Uh, and, and that's a possibility other than um, the Dow's the only one that's uh, having that issue. The S&P 500 is still um, hasn't really budged off of its numbers from when I started watching it this morning. Well, we were only about 15 points away from a record close when we closed yesterday. So it might actually happen. Uh, other tidbits as we uh, get to the point of earnings, because I know you got a pile of those as well. I got kind of a bang out of this that needs to be mentioned. Uh, Elon Musk, the guy that runs Tesla, uh, put out a statement this morning saying, be careful about those Bitcoin and uh, cryptocurrencies. Invest with great caution uh, in other carols that would be called uh, talking down the market, which I got kind of a kick out given the fact that he's accepting Bitcoin for Teslas these days. Yeah, that's true. It was kind of a, yeah, whenever Elon opens his mouth sometimes, it's uh, interesting to see what comes out. It really is. He makes life interesting. The thing that went through my mind was, sure, pay $50,000 in Bitcoin for a Tesla. I'll talk the value down, and then I'll get the gain and get $100,000 for the Tesla. Exactly. Yeah. So, things. Absolutely. Hey, you know, we we did talk yesterday. I want to mention this real quick. We talked yesterday about Janet Yellen talking about interest rates need to probably go up as the economy starts to heat up. Um, I got Make America on a on a kind of a headline, basically saying strong economic data could hit stocks because interest rates will start to go up. Well, in that case, they got their wish because the economic data today kind of stinks, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> could well. It is earnings season. What do we got in terms of indications out of the market? You know, we got an interesting group today. Um, Beyond Meat. Uh, that uh, vegetarian hamburger that's come out, um, they uh, lost, uh, can we say, more than expected, uh, significantly more than double what was expected. Um, and revenue missed also. So uh, they, they're blaming it on the pandemic. It has dampened their retail and restaurant demand. Um, and so they were getting hit pretty hard. They're, uh, they're down over 9% this morning. Ouch. Well, I mean, and actually... Half the country's locked up. They probably figure, what the heck, I might as well let my cholesterol go crazy. Yeah, they'll actually open at a new 52-week low. Woo. Yeah. That, that's not the direction you want to hear. No, it's, it's really not. Now we got some, some winners on the other side. We have the likes of Roku. Mm-hmm. Um, they really had a, a, good, uh, a, a good quarter. They, uh, they beat by almost uh, three times what was expected. Um, they earned 54 cents a share. Uh, they were expected to lose 13 cents a share, so it may actually be a little bit more than that. Um, revenue beat expectations. They uh, they gave an upbeat forecast as people are still staying home uh, more than what they have uh, uh, in, in past years. So they're streaming the content. And so that's really uh, got Roku up uh, over 10.5% this morning. Cool. I, I was kind of curious as to how they were going to do because they're getting into a spitting match with Google right now and a couple of Google streaming suppliers are not welcome on Roku anymore. I was wondering if that was going to affect their guidance somehow. Evidently not. You know, the other thing that I get as a business person from Roku is I'm getting emails um, to start doing advertising on Ooh. Roku um, and, and being able to localize it to your local market. So I, I found that interesting. Oh, yeah. For what it's worth, the volume on those TV ads they insert really stinks. Don't do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like here. <laughs> All right. So then we go to Shake Shack. Now we don't have one of those around here, uh, but uh, they uh, they had a, a an okay uh, quarter. They made four cents a share. They were expected to lose nine cents a share. So so it sounds like to me that was pretty good. Uh, however, revenue fell a little short of expectations. Um, and then here's the killer of all things. Um, they gave a really uh, um, mediocre current quarter's outlook for sales. Um, they're still battling um, city, city locations where things are still kind of closed down, sports stadiums where they're in, still kind of uh, not up to, to seeing people there yet. So they're trading down a little over 10% this morning. Ooh. Yeah. That's smart. We've been getting good news out of the food beverage industry lately. That was not what we need to hear. No, it, it really wasn't. We had DraftKings reported the gambling online betting uh, website. They mm -hmm. uh, they had a smaller loss than expected by about 36 cents and uh, and revenue was better than expected. And they're one of those companies that came out and raised their full year sales forecast. So uh, some good things there. They're benefiting from acquisitions uh, that they've made. Uh, they're trading up about 4% this morning. Cool. We do have some good news out there. Any more good news before we, we need do. to go to? We do. We've got Square. They're the, um, you know, they, they, they take credit cards. Uh, we use them here in our office. Um, they, uh, they more than double the 16 cents uh, estimate that, at, at 41 cents a share. Um, mobile payments is their revenue really uh, came in above estimates because you can use them anywhere. As long as you've got cell service, you can use them to swipe credit cards. So it's good for these people at flea markets and, and just those type of things. So they are trading up this morning five and a half percent. Cool. They are one of the cool new technology companies. A lot of people I know use these days. Summarizing for the morning update yesterday on Wall Street, all three indexes had positive days with the Dow in a new record. 45 minutes before we opened this morning off of the heels of some really weird economic news. How are we doing anyway? You know, Dave, it has not affected anything except for the Dow. The Dow did go negative, but slightly. I mean, it's down less than a tenth of a percent. Uh, and then we've got the S&P 500 up a third of a percent. And we've got the NASDAQ up 1.4% right now. So some good numbers there. Uh, on the commodity side, uh, we have uh, copper. I know I mentioned it every now and then, but I think it's hitting a new high again today. It's up 2.3%. Uh, silver's up 7 tenths of a percent. Gold's getting a nice little kick this morning, up 1.5% to $1,843. Um, so it's, it's really making some headway. And then crude oil. Uh, finally, finally, Dave, below 65, down seven tenths to $64.25 a barrel. That's about dang time. <laughs> <laughs> At the close, Asian markets were kind of negative, but not very much this morning early on. Europe is looking at our numbers and saying, eh, not going to worry as much as we were afraid we were going to. They're up by generally about a half a percent midway through their day. Uh, it's one of those times where a person needs guidance if they're getting close to retirement, Philip. Making sure that the money's going to be there when I retire is darned important. How do I find you to make sure it's going to be there? Hey, Dave, they can connect with us several ways. They can give us a call at 863-382-0037. Schedule a financial x-ray. They can connect through our website at statlerfinancial.com. Uh, through our radio show here, every morning, you and I, uh, five days a week are right here. 
And then this weekend, join us for the Statler Financial Radio Show every weekend, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on your sister station, Highlands News Talk, 730. All righty. We'll be looking forward to that. We'll be looking forward to seeing you next week, sir. You have a good one and have a great weekend. All right, man. You have a great weekend, too. Thank you, Philip. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pitch. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us. Here on the screen, you see all the different ways you can connect with us here at Statler Financial Services. Please take the opportunity to do that. We've got a lot of good information on the website. A lot of our radio shows are archived there. Um, So a lot of good information. And then always reach out to us if there's any way we can help you. Uh, 401ks, your IRAs, anything like that, that, that we can be of assistance to make sure that you are on the right track for your retirement. With that, have a great weekend. Hey, I look forward to talking to you again on Monday. Bye now.